this place move into Karen neighbor drill movement was awesome um, and I will tell you that we were all in shelter in place within three minutes and everybody did an amazing job including those seniors who were walking in the door for late arrival we kept saying go downstairs <laughs> go downstairs so um, kids got off the buses at green and uh, junior high and got into place right away and so um, I'll say to you again you mentioned it but um, a little too close for to the anniversary for comfort but. Um, I'm here this morning because I have two exciting opportunities for you. Don't you love it when people say that to you? When These Frank, people are all busy next year. I know, I understand <laughs> that. When Frank Forstoffel says to me, I have an exciting opportunity for you, I just usually hold on to my chair and wait to see what I'm, I'm getting ready to do. But these things are really, really cool. The first is called, uh, going to be called Sycamore Bridges. And if you look at this document right here, I think everybody has one. Um, it is coming soon. We are going to do a, I'll call it a soft launch, um, mid, mid, around mid-May. Um, Sycamore Bridges is, um, we are doing a, a partnership with an organization called Neighborhood Bridges that is out of central Ohio. We started, it's a nonprofit organization. It was started by a gentleman by the name of Rick Bannister, who um, <clears throat> decided that as he retired, he really wanted his new job to be to spread kindness. What a cool job, right? Um, it's actually brilliant. He has created a platform um, and has a lot of backing from some of uh, his neighboring um, larger corporations to um, put together this online platform that actually connects people who are advocating for children or families in need with people who are donors who wish to help them. It's a very simple solution in that um, Essentially, a need is posted online. If you're someone who has agreed to opt in to get an email about postings, you would receive something about it. You can then choose whether or not you'd like to help or not help. If you decide to help, you basically go and say, I'd like to fill this need, and then bingo, it goes to an area director. Our area director is going to be Lori Drasnan. I don't know if you know oh, Lori or yeah. not, but a person with a heart of gold and a little bit of time on her hand now, uh, hands now. She's decided that she's going to do this for us, which is huge. Um, and so what we're looking for today is first of all, when you see this, sign up. Um, if you're somebody who likes to just do that work, and I, and I will tell you that um, there's really nothing on your part you have to do other than sign up and just receive this. And if it's something that, that you can fill, great. And if you can't, we understand. But these are needs that are common to us as, as uh, families in the district. It might be a senior citizen. It might be, it might be somebody that we've been helping through, the, that Matthew 25 has been helping. The idea is to bridge um, organizations and people in the community who have been doing this work forever, but to make it easier. Um, one of the things that we do on a regular basis here, and I know that you know this, but our counselors will find out that somebody needs help for whatever reason and they will go tap a teacher on the shoulder or, or another parent just having a conversation without identifying the child typically and say, hey, this, this, this group or this family needs something or whatever, and we typically rally around and figure it out. Um, it's to meant to help things get done faster. It's meant to be so that it is anonymous. It's also meant to, again, bridge other places in the community that are already doing that work and helping them out as well. So 
we have a steering committee. People like Leanne Burke from Operation Give Back is on that committee. Um, Brian uh, Gath is on that committee as a pastor in our, in our community. Our fire chiefs are on the committee. We have city representation. We have representation from people around the community. Our counselors will be represented and so on. So the idea is that advocates, typically somebody within our building and or someone in the community who typically does already advocate for children, will be those people who still advocate but that our donor um, net will be wider and it'll be a little more convenient. Things will be dropped off either at the fire stations, Blue Ash and Montgomery have agreed to help us with this, and or at a school, and then the advocate will get it, and the advocate will then be the person who makes sure that that family gets what they need. If you look at the back of the sheet that I gave you, you have some like, examples of some of the things that have been filled, and I will tell you that um, it is a cool gateway to, to really kindness. So um, all I'm really asking is that when it comes out, you look for it, number one. And number two, Lori has asked um, that people who might be interested in helping with deliveries from the firehouse to the schools at some point, it may be, we don't know when, but if it does happen, that you, if you would be interested in that, that you might contact her or interested in any other fashion in terms of helping her in any way. She will be the area director. Um, she will take care of all that. But if you're interested in helping Lori in a special way with this organization, please contact her. Um, and I will tell you that you can, on that sheet of paper, I don't think we have it on there, but um, if you know Lori personally, you can contact her that way. Or you can contact me or my associate, Chris Beach, um, and we will get the information to her. So if it's Chris Beach, it's Beach C at sycamoreschools.org, neighbor K at sycamoreschools.org, um, and we'll help you out, okay? Thank you, yes? Okay, is this gonna, I mean, some of us in the room are graduating seniors with our youngest, so we're gonna have not our direct link to the school. You won't need one. Okay, so we'll, now we're gonna Yes, it will be blasted out through Facebook. It will, it will have its own separate web page, Twitter account, Facebook, um, Snapchat, everything. Um, but it will, we will blast it out. Alumni Association, anybody who's connected with our schools, but if you already are on Facebook, and you probably are connected to Sycamore Facebook, you'll get it because of that. Yeah, I good question. Who all their kids have graduated. Yeah. I think this would be of interest to them. Absolutely. If they still feel like they're kind of out of the Sycamore community. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We're going to get it in the newspaper. Let me first of all say that we try really hard to get a lot of things in the newspaper. We do yeah. our best. Um, but we will we will be pushing things out as much as we can in many different facets, okay? But thank you, Tammy, for mentioning that. Yes. Is there an app or is it all web based? Is it just it's all it's all web based. You'll be able to get it on your phone as well. So um, it, we don't have the actual URL yet. It's coming to us once we get it. And again, the soft launch would be mid mid May. It will you'll go to that and you'll be able to download that to your phone. And, and you can get your, your emails as often as once a day or once a week or however often you want it. And I, as I understand it, it's not just monetary help. It's, no, it's like by no means. family needs beds. Yeah, you can say, absolutely. Beds. As a matter of fact, um, in Central Ohio, they have an they have a agreement with um, two men in a truck. And with Pottery Barn and Elm Street, they're donating all their things that they typically will deliver to a house they can't resell, so they put those in this warehouse, 
and they're actually agreeing that they're going to um, connect with now neighborhood bridges, at which we will be associated with. So let's say somebody needs a bed, we'll be able to tap into that as well. So if the item's already there, we can fill the need right away. But yes, you're right, it's by no means all monetary. Um, we actually, the Blue Ash Civic uh, Organization just contacted us, That one of the moms in the group um, last week at Mapledale, um, her husband is on that um, board and they want to donate money. So we will have, you'll be able to do everything if you want to donate anything. Like let's say somebody, a kid wants um, to play lacrosse and can't afford it and that might be a way, something that somebody could do. Everything's going to be done through a PayPal account. So um, it'll, be, it'll work that way. Yeah. What if you have something you want to donate but there's not a specific need yet? Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have that capacity. Okay. Um, and, and the reason for that, I would say that might be something you would do to Matthew um, 25 or Operation Giveback. But then if that item is there, Operation Giveback can say to us, we can fill that need right now. Do you see? That's why you connect the dots. That's what Bridges is about. It's not to, to, supplant, to, to sup, uh, supplant what they're doing. It's to supplement what everybody's doing. So, and again, the, the net that we can cast uh, it just makes me feel, it makes my heart really, really happy. So I was actually, I was in at the um, OSBA conference, Ohio School Board conference. When I found out about this, I was literally just walking down the aisle and this gentleman nearly accosted me. <laughs> He's a, a wonderful man. Does anybody know who Steve Imhoff is? Yes. Anybody know him? Yeah. He looks like Steve Imhoff. And I literally had a taken second glance, and, and he actually talks like him as well, so I thought, wow, okay. But he had me within the first 30 seconds because what he really wanted was he really wants to get in through all of Ohio, and what he has started with, with is mostly <coughs> most of the affluent school districts in central and nor a little bit of northern Ohio. So his hope is to um, really push into um, the rest of Ohio as well and to spread out and he's actually now starting in Indiana so which is great all right okay secondly this is really quick uh, most of you have already received a flyer through either Mr. Mater some more or um, perhaps another um, school but um, and it's white uh, but uh, April 22nd is our professional development day for our staff. Uh, we are doing something very unique. We are using, um, we are having four separate sessions, two in the morning, two in the afternoon, 120 staff in each session, uh, all certified staff, so teachers, counselors, um, OTs, PTs, psychs, etc. cetera. Um, we are going through a poverty simulation. Um, and. I, a couple of parents in the beginning looked at me like that. Poverty simulation. Um, let me explain. Um, we have a cultural responsive practices team in the district. We have had that for about three years. And we have been doing a lot of work with cultural responsive practices and inclusive, um, inclusiveness um, in our districts for um, quite some time. And part of what we do with our staff is we always check with our staff about their needs. So when you talk about professional development, we look at, we, we do surveys and we ask them, what are some things that you need for your tool belt? What are some things that you believe would help you? Um, when I entered this district 20 years ago, almost 21, the, um, our percentage of students who qualified for free and reduced lunch was in the single digits, low single digits, three and a half to four percent. 
it is now closing in on 17.5%. That's a lot. That's a big jump over time. And so what we know is that we have kids who are coming to school on a regular basis who are stressed and in some circumstances have trauma-related things that go on in their lives uh, because of economic fatigue. And so we are creating a, an opportunity for our staff to go through a, a three-and-a-half-hour session where they actually will participate in a simulation that, again, simulates the life of a family for about a month. Um, every 15 minutes will be a new week, and they'll only have so much money, and there will be different things and different decisions they have to make, make based on that. Uh, again, I've done this. I did it about 25 years ago. It was, um, I still remember it. I, feel, I remember the feeling of going through that. Um, it's a very moving experience and something that's really important, I think, for our staff who work with, with kids um, every single day. So here's how you come into this. We need volunteers on that day. Um, we need 20 volunteers per session, which is 80 people. Uh, right now we have about half of that and we are closing in on that. It's a week from Monday. So what we're looking for is someone who can commit to three hours. Um, I know that's a long time, uh, but I will tell you that the experience itself, even if you're on the perimeter of the experience, I think, it will be very moving for you as well. Uh, and you'll get to see our teachers in, 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 in work mode, in learn mode. Um, the, the role, the, the volunteer role is essentially to take on a role. You will take on a role of someone in the community that a family um, may encounter on a regular basis, someone like a social worker or um, a, a, a landlord collecting rent or a doctor or even a police officer. Um, there are lots of different roles that are part of this, 20 to be exact, and um, we need other adults in order to make that happen. We are tapping into some of our oldest students, um, our NHS, our seniors who need service hours, some of our juniors who need service hours, but we are not using anybody younger than that. Again, I will tell you, I've been through the simulation and it is, um, it's a little stressful um, for people who go through it. And so I, I don't want to put anybody, any student um, in an unneeded stressful situation. So um, if you're interested, please go to one of those links. You, will, you have had this come to you already. If you, have, um, if you want to go to a live link, you, if you go back to one of your uh, earlier s'mores, you'll find it. Or you can just simply go there. If you're having trouble with that at all, call Chris Beach at Central Office and she will get you signed up. You can choose whatever building you want to be in, uh, but again, it's, it's a full three-hour commitment. And I understand um, the good news, I think, for some of us who have older kids is that we have older kids that might be able to watch our younger kids if we wanted to do this, um, or perhaps they're doing something else anyway and you're gonna be hanging out. So. Um, so I thank you ahead of time in advance if you are interested in doing this. It, was, it would be greatly appreciated. Any questions about that? Actually, the other um, part of this is that this is a, we've received a grant to do this. Um, this is a, a really expensive endeavor um, for this uh, organization to come in and do this. And so that's why we really haven't done it up to this point. Um, but that's the way we're using our grant dollars for this and I'm really excited about it. So, all right. Anybody else? Yes. 
So you need 20 people per session per building? We need 20 people per session. We have four sessions. Oh, so they're all coming here? They're all, well, there's junior high, and uh, this is all going to be high school staff, but we actually have to take some of our high school staff and put them at the junior high. Um, so they're combined there. And then Mapledale and Green. So those are our four locations. And our staff will be combined to do this work. Good question. Anybody else? All right. You know where I live if you need me? Okay. Well, Thank you, you might not find me there. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very Thank you much for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I did neglect to mention, because I forgot to turn it on, but we are audio recording the meeting, and I'm really going to try to get it right this time. Last month, I completely messed it up, and there, w there was somebody who really wanted to listen to it. Um, so anyway, Karen, you were on record there, but everything you said seemed to be okay. Some of the ladies in the front row, I have to remind them every month that we're... <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay, so moving on uh, to the principal's report. Uh, Mrs. Bellinghanti is actually in a meeting, so I will do her report as well. Um, she's meeting with Lisa Zelby and the student group that did the mental health workshop um, just to see what the next plan is. So, uh, in our busy time, um, just before I know it, we'll be at Cintas Center, mm -hmm. and uh, all our invitations went out to staff two days ago, so we're starting to names and things like that. Um, we're excited that uh, Dr. Izzy Rizma is our distinguished alum that we'll be celebrating at graduation. He has two sons graduating as well. Um, and if you know Izzy, uh, he is an accomplished doctor, but he is just an amazing, amazing man. And, and what a representative that our graduates can look up to. And uh, so we're excited about that. We met with Cintas last week to finalize the details for graduation. They're excited for us to come down. Um, and I know we've mentioned it before here, but the reason that we have a Sunday morning slot, last year was a Saturday morning slot, um, is because everybody's moving their school year earlier. So everybody's graduating early. This year it falls on the same weekend as Xavier graduates. So they're there are eight schools that want to graduate on that weekend. They can only accommodate four. So luckily we have the relationship with Sintas and they gave us the first slot on Sunday morning um, where the school I used to be principal at, we had a great relationship with them and we had like the ideal time. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, they're doing theirs at 7 p.m. on Sunday night. Uh, so. Uh, they may be cursing us. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so, but that does throw a wrench into graduation practice times, but we have a plan for that. We do know it's the AP Calculus Day as well. We have a plan for that. We have a system where the students that are sitting next to an AP Calculus student will actually be holding their card when they come up. We will have people videotaping the entrance door, what the auxiliary, banquet room looks like, what it looks like to walk into the hall. The students that are taking the AP calculus in will get that email to them so they feel comfortable. And then on <laughs> Friday morning, um, we are going to do a walkthrough here as well. So that 100 will get a feel, okay, this is the, this is the process. Um, and 
also gives our administrators two swipes at practicing names um, because that is not an easy task and they stress over it and thank goodness I just have to shake hands so um, but it is a special event and we're thrilled to have it we did confirm um, next year's graduation as well and that is that same Sunday at 9 a.m. Um, we will solidify the next year after graduation this year because I said waiting to find out now is too late can we please set a time at the end of May to figure out when we'll be graduating in 2021 this year's uh, this year's Next year's kindergarten class is the class of 2032. Oh, gosh. Um, and I do some presentations um, about educational change, and that's part of my presentation. That next year's graduating class, next year's kindergarten class is the class of 2032. And when they, if they, when they retire, if they retire at 65, it will be 2079. And we still have schools talking about 21st century skills that we're trying to teach kids. We're way too late. Mm -hmm. So that's the big push in education. Um, scheduling, we had our final staffing meeting this morning. And so we'll be able to move on building the master schedule. Still hoping to have teacher schedules done by the end of the school year. And uh, we're excited about the opportunities next year and some other things that we're going to be piloting. We've partnered with the Regional Chamber of Commerce um, for work experiences. Um, we have a very small pilot that we'll be doing in this innovation lab. Because of the late partnership, and kids will have an opportunity to go to school three days a week and work two days a week. Um, they're targeting Kroger Technology as the first company to work with. Uh, they're excited to partner with us, and then we have made a commitment for the next school year, 2020-2021, that we would build a cohort of students um, that may not be your typical college-bound student, that we would build a cohort and they would go to school three days a week and go to work two days a week and get paid. Um, and would, for example, if we had 20 kids that would do it, 10 of them would go to school Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, work Tuesday and Thursday. The other 10 would go to school Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and work on Monday, Wednesday. So the teacher, we could still have one teacher for that cohort of kids. They would teach half on Monday, half on Tuesday, so they would stay on pace and everybody would come together on Friday. Um, but there's still a lot of planning and, and processes to go through. They, uh, they are doing that both it's the right thing to do, but also partnering with the manufacturers that are just screaming for employees. And they're really, really struggling. Um, had a great meeting, about a three hour meeting, with a company called Vesto two weeks ago. Uh, and myself and Brian Sweeney went and met with one of the head HR people and also the COO. And Vesto is located um, on Columbia Road. You can see it off 71 built about four years ago and they're doubling their size and after they double it they're going to triple it and uh, they basically make the 
insides of robots. And uh, there's a lot of air compression and moving parts. And they have a program when st students are 18 or graduate high school, they will take them on. They will go to Sinclair on Monday, training at Festo Plant on Tuesday, and work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. In two years, they walk away with a free associate's degree, which is worth about $35,000. And they, during the training program, right now they're gonna get paid about $15 an hour, um, but then once they graduate, they'll move up to about $22 an hour and have advancement opportunities. Um, and more and more companies are doing that. We have a local company that does corrugated cardboard, and they do a lot for the Amazon boxes. They are begging for employees. They will take an 18-year-old, current high school student, work part-time, they'll pay them $18 an hour. When they go full-time, it's $22 an hour, and they'll pay for their college. <coughs> so there's, there's a boatload of opportunities that we just need to tap into those resources. So um, It's the busy time for activities. The prom's right around the corner. And uh, our kids always, I don't ever want to jinx it, but our kids really do behave. And we're very proud of them. And, uh, the Manor House is a, a phenomenal venue for it. We love it. And it's, I believe it's one of the safer places to hold prom because kids aren't driving everywhere. They're not driving downtown. There's always a push to have it. And Paul Brown said, I, not under my tenure. I don't, I don't feel safe down there. I certainly don't feel safe for young drivers. Um, and then just all the other award ceremonies that are coming up and uh, the seniors last week. This is a really good senior class. I may say that a lot, but it is, it is the <coughs> best behaved senior class that I can remember. Um, and with that being said, one of one of the things that the counselors are doing, they're compiling the list of where our students got in. Um, the final deadline is May 1st, because some of the elite colleges, that's when they let students know. Um, but our students got into more prestigious universities than ever before this year. For next year's seniors, we just got the list of students that will be recognized by the National Merit folks, both commended and National Merit Finance, they haven't given us the official cut score yet, but students that are above a 212, we have 30 of them in that class. Um, now the normal cut score, at least recently, has been 218 or 219, um, so we should be in the same ballpark, but then the rest of them will be commended students that don't meet that threshold. Um, so that's, that's what's going on here. Uh, Karen mentioned it, you guys all know, the tornado drill, um, it is a shock to your system. Our, we were supposed to have a tornado drill April 26th. Um, that, that one is being canceled. Uh, but to go into a real live tornado drill, um, it does get your adrenaline going, especially when your late arrival seniors are walking in the door. But the kids did great, the staff did great, and it just gave us a good feel and when your, your bosses are here in a meeting with you, and, uh, they see that you, the whole building jumps into action and we had everybody in their location in three minutes.
it's a it's a pretty good feeling, and that's a credit to the student body. So. Okay. Questions for I know this is expensive, but is there any way that the district would consider any kind of additional publication to the entire district instead of just the, to, I mean, this particular year, like you're just saying, to toot our horn of having a strong senior class, to have things that, I just do not feel like there's, the newspaper's lacking, there's just not community communication, though, with all that's happening, and unless you're on Facebook or something, we just don't reach our residents at all to kind of, have them engage with what's going in the great thing, not just you know our academics, everything. We're just yeah. kind of lacking in communication. Is what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Did they just, send out the quality profile or not? I don't. Did I haven't seen it, it this I year. I think we did this year, didn't we? I think it was it's available online. online. It's available online, and I, I just think we're missing them. Yeah, I, agree. I just it's expensive, no yeah, doubt. I but agree. But it, we could still. I know I live in Lebanon, and Lebanon I receive something at least once a quarter, and it's a postcard filled front and back of accolades or things that are yeah. that are happening. Especially with the levy. I mean, that's what it would be. And we have such strong things that happened this year in here that, you know, it's just sad that I do not feel, I mean, I have enough friends who are graduated out of this school and they have no idea. Yeah. And they're strong supporters. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll address that with Mallory and Frank, even if we have to absorb some of that in our own budget, because I think it is really important that other people see that we are really yes. trying to push the envelope in the things that we're doing. Yeah, because we know from the last levy, 70% of the people in this district do not have a student in the schools. And so, yeah. well, and there was nothing in Wednesday's paper about Sycamore. I read about Loveland, I read about CCD, I read about Union Hill. No, that's a, that's a, no, that's an easy know, phone call like that I can make. It. Some of us, and I even have friends who are out of the building. I could kind of put on them to kindly ask for that. And, you know, I'll, I'll just say, you know. I'll just say, um, you know, this. You know, you know, you know Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, just, I'll say it was brought up, and I think it's a really good idea, and yeah. we would help was, share with the call. And from the last levy, that was a genuine feedback yeah. that we got as our closing report that that was something that we needed to do better at. And a lot of people who get that paper in Sims Township, I only know because my son delivers the suburban paper, but um, a lot of people are, don't even want to get it anymore yeah, because we're not, we're not in it. I I'm not having anything it. So there you go, yeah. they're not even getting it. After I called Dick Maloney and said, why isn't Sycamore in there anymore? And he yeah. tried to insist that, they, that we were. Yeah, mm -hmm. I called him one of those times too. It's ridiculous. If we yeah, were a lot right. of years past. Anything else for Doug? Kathy? <laughs> um, I don't know if this is the right person to ask, but apparently adaptive PE changed this year. Like you don't get credit for it. It's not true. Okay, so how's it work? How's it work? Um, students do get a phys ed credit, elective credit. Oh, okay, so I mean no like help my GPA credit. But like I mean, they don't get a grade. But I think you have to be willing to get in the pool and do other things, Kathy. I think that's yeah. right. I you mean, either take it for grade so or do you take think it. somebody need to help the students in adaptive PE or a special needs student in adaptive PE? Well, my student, so. Let's help them. Okay. okay. Yeah, so like if you want to take it for a grade, you have to participate in everything, get in the water and everything. If you want to take it just for fun, you don't get a grade. But at least that's the way it was last year or in the year before. So no, this year, if you don't do anything, then you should get a grade. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, 
So this year, I hear that the get a grade went away. What if you're not getting it? If you're not doing the stuff you need to do to get a grade, she is <laughs> getting in the pool and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Ask. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't change anything, so. Okay, well, I asked my counselor. She said she asked all the other counselors that this is the way it is. Um, I'll find that out. That it's gone around and around, and now this is how it is. And she is going to get a credit for taking gym, but it's like pass-fail or something. Like, yes, you did it, but zero in the grade book. I'll have to do some research on that and how that's calculated. Anything else for Doug? All right. Thank you very much. Um, so we have put the vice president report first because she's got kind of stuff going on. So, Missy. All right. Um, what did we put first down here? Nominating committee vote. Um, we had our slate, which we presented last month, and then we had some changes. And so we've kind of determined between us and, and correct us if we're wrong. We are going to first vote on the slate that we presented 30 days ago, minus the two changes, and then we're going to do a vote on the two new committee members that we are proposing. Board members. Board members. Board members that we're proposing. And hopefully that's within the bylaws. It was real tricky because um, we do need a 30-day notice. This isn't a situation that has ever that is covered in the bylaws specifically. <laughs> yeah. So just thinking it through, we thought, let's vote on our slate that we presented properly, minus the two changes, and then we're going to have two more votes. Now, per bylaws, they should be private ballot votes. I think that's a little extreme. If anyone feels strongly that they want a paper ballot vote, we can go that direction. But I'm really, I don't think people are jonesing for these positions. Well, we think that the, <laughs> when you read crazy. the bylaws really closely, we think the intent of that is, because it, the way it's, it's stated is if there's nominations from the floor, which these are going to technically be. Well, if you think about it, if you had a full slate and there was a nomination from the floor, then you would have two people running for the same position. And then you can see why it would be logical to have a private ballot. But in this situation, we're taking nominations from the floor for empty positions. <laughs> and so to do private ballot doesn't really seem to serve the intent of the bylaw. And Unless again, if someone feels strongly, we can start ripping up paper. We're good. But if we're not, let's just Anyone wants to nominate Charlie. themselves for one of the positions, yeah. raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, you want a position? <laughs> Consider amending. It's easier. Yeah. Oh. And you so vote on that first. Okay. And the original proposal would be moved. All right. So we presented the original slate last month, and it's had its month to percolate. Which is can we? Oh. I caused the problem because I got a job. That's yes. the <laughs> uh, So I am no longer. I won't be here. That's right. As much as. So the original slate had Angela and Melissa Schmilling for co-presidents, Karen Ronigan, which is going to yeah, be. Yeah, and we 
Yeah, we have two of our new board members yes. here. Yes, Kira Dippold remains as treasurer. Um, Sarah Baker is our new slated position, and then Cam Camilla Millar, not Gary, <laughs> um, is recording secretary. So that was our, well, that's not our proposed, but so I, I guess amended. what you're saying is this is our amended slate, Charlie? I make a motion that the new slate be considered an amendment to the original proposal. Okay. Second. 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 Do we have any discussion? All in favor of the amendment? Uh, any opposed? All right, so now we need to vote. So now we voted on the amendment. Now we need to vote on the new slate. So. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> we probably should from the board. Oh, yeah. Do we, okay. <laughs> Is anybody. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. And now we will vote on the slate as amended. So now we're going to vote on the slate as amended and approved. Yeah. Um, do we have any discussion on our new slate? Just clarify for me, what, what's the new slate? Um, so Alyssa is now moving me. up to co-president. I was going to be corresponding, and she now was I'm. Take, yeah, corresponding. So she has. Moving so that on is a up. huge favor. <laughs> and then our new Sarah. So then we had an empty spot, and Sarah Baker has agreed to be corresponding secretary. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Any other discussion? I make a motion to accept the slate as stated on slide. Thank you very much. All in favor? Aye. All in opposed? Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. you like our parliamentarians. I can. I'm. Uh, I took that principal secretary position at Sims Elementary. So I'll be in the district just now as a Joey. Yeah. Joni is retiring. He's been there for 30 years. Um, okay. So then we, sh we should introduce Karen. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Karen, Ron again. So Karen's going to be our new vice president. She is <laughs> the current president at uh, junior high, and she actually is going to be president at the junior high next year as well. So let's oh give her a breath. Wow. <laughs> and every year there's somebody who does two schools in this year. So. We're very excited to have her. And then Camilla um, has twins in her 10th grade year, so she has attended our meetings before, and many of you may know her, but if you don't know her. Yeah. She, and and, and the she's younger currently the um, president at Sims, and her fourth graders graduating. So, so she's just going to skip. Listen to Andrew. She's keeping all the middle school. All, all that middle stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard. We're trying to do today. We had somebody tell me, well, we were going to call Camilla, and I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not as good of a person to do two boards. Like <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're very excited. Yes, about thank it. you both. Except we will miss Alyssa, but we wish her good luck yeah. All right, next on the agenda is our spring project request vote. I apologize for the font. Technology and I are not friends. The fact that I got it on a piece of paper on one was like my stopping point. You need a magnifying glass. Just tell me about it. You can't share it, it's too small. Your kids are graduating, you can't read that. If you use the mic or the a magnifying glass on your phone, you can actually really. So, yeah, I can't even see this with my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a rundown. We have um, 
special education is asking for cards and stamps. They want to start teaching the kids corresponding, um, which we can also incorporate into oh, it is. Um, PTO if we, they can send a teacher a note to always get two. Um, then we have supplemental books for ESOL students. We have two different requests for chairs for reading nooks. So to give the kids more of a comfortable, quiet place rather than at their desk where there's distraction. So we've got two teachers requesting uh, reading nook chairs. Um, we have a photography printer, which I know many people are excited about. We have a 3D printer, which I know uh, they have a lot of old 3D printers. We have a drone, which has apparently gone through years ago, but now all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, insurance covers it, Chad Lewis is okay with it. So there's a drone um, with Mr. Griega. Uh, the class of 2023, they're starting, this is a pilot giving each class a gift. So they're thinking earbuds with class of 2023 printed on there. Um, they had something else, and we said, nah, that's a throwaway it's item. Yet, right? Pardon me? It's not in high school yet, right? Yeah, there's rising, rising. It's for okay. next year. Oh, next like, year. Okay. All right. Because part of the project request, this is not a yearly thing. They can't come back again and, hey, now we want 2024. Um, okay. We're just like, well, how are you going to fund this going forward? Because you can't come here. And this is a pilot program for them. They're trying to figure out if this is the right thing to do. So that met our criteria. And um, a class set of study guides for um, AP Euro, but it's her set, it won't leave, um, and that's it. Total is 78.72, 85 cents. Is there any discussion on the project proposals? How much is the drone? I don't have the whole thing, I'm just curious. You couldn't see it anyway, so. <laughs> I'll be honest. And that's with a camera. And he's willing to share. So like this is for his photography class, but we can use it for sporting things, we can use it for other things. So, and that was part of our also, are you gonna share this? And he said, absolutely. And he's licensed, licensed drone pilot. <laughs> All right, so um, our job as a, a general membership is just to approve what the projects committee has presented. So um, all those in favor, Accepting the project committee proposal. Aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. Oh, okay. I, I forgot to put Doug's request. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. We have another request. We had given Doug um, money. The opportunity. To spend. The opportunity to spend, and he came back, and he wants more chairs and tables for the commons. And yes. Yes. And his grand total. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> his grand total is um, just we gave him ten thousand range. He went a little above. Um, and now I'm looking for my what is it? Ten thousand something. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit over. We've got the money, and this will. This is under. This other step was under. Yeah, we have the money in the projects already approved in projects. From what we um, last month, we approved some additional money to move into the projects. Plus, there was some left from the fall cycle, so there is this lane. Are they the same, like the high top ones? What are you talking about? I, I'm not. High top was it the high? I'm not sure. It was the high tops, or I'm assuming the high tops. They'll be on wheels. They will. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah those are really heavy. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. When you pointed it out to me, you get a squared off one, so you actually line them up. 
Well, I don't have specifics on exact chairs and tables. When he pointed it out, they want to all fit together. They don't want to be poor. They do. Then they're having their work moved. Anyway, I was just So, all in favor of giving Doug money to buy more table and chairs for the commons? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Any opposed? <laughs> We're not sure clear if they're the low tops or the high tops. Yeah. We can suggest that to him, but I would. Why I mean, what difference does it make if they're high top or not? It's the round versus square. Yeah. Yeah. That was my thing. I don't care. I don't the problem now that they've got round, I don't think they can add square. Yeah, I don't know if they would I don't mix the two. Yeah. Square. We will suggest it to Doug. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> Onward. Onward. This is to sit together. I don't think they care. Yeah. So a big thankful. Yeah, a big thank you to Janie Close and Lisa Borchers who put on the superhero luncheon. That was Wednesday. And thank you to anyone that contributed to the luncheon. 23 teachers were finally. It was, we only had two for a while. <laughs> Extended it. So we ended up with 23, which was a nice little party. So, and a big thank you to them. Um, and then Mary Tyler, who could not be here, said that, the scholarship is in process. They are deciding next week who are the recipients, and the recipients will be announced at Senior Recognition Night. And then, Charlie, did you have something to add? Yeah. I'm on the scholarship committee again this year. I've got my work papers here. Uh, I'd like to ask the board. On the PTO scholarship committee? Yeah. Okay. How much bearing? I'd like to ask the board to consider something the future. I've been involved in another innovative scholarship award in memory of a little girl who died after freshman year. She would have been in last year's graduating class. She was a classmate of my granddaughter who was her friend. The girl was in a wheelchair. I was very touched see my granddaughter and others help this little girl in her wheelchair onto the stage at all events, help her read during uh, lunch hour. Last year we started a Gina Ugari Scholarship Award and uh, just before that we planted that butterfly tree offering the other quadrangle. Um, I've been involved in fundraising for this award. Uh, last year and this year, it will be $500, and the designee is picked by the counselors, a senior who has shown exceptional care for other students with needs, autistic, wheelchair, whatever. The counselors pick person and last year was a gem and I think this year will be too. I've done the fundraising. 
I'd like to see this award perpetuate that noble tradition in Sycamore, caring for other kids. Uh, I don't know if I'll be doing the fundraising for the next 50 years. <laughs> Think about maybe the PTO could take on fundraising for this very, very worthwhile <coughs> symbol of something that I think is important to the Sycamore tradition. If there's a, any interest, I'd be glad to make a full presentation to the board with documents. Okay, thank you. Um, we'll have to consider that. We already support poor scholarships. I know. Um, but certainly, <laughs> <laughs> um, it does definitely sound like a worthwhile I think so. scholarship. And um, yeah, I think that probably the appropriate time for that discussion is going to be during our budget meeting. Um, but we'll, we'll put it on our agenda for May. Um, any questions for the vice president report? Will you put out a list of teachers who were honored at the Superhero Awards, or how does that work? Is that publicity that comes out? I don't think we've ever done that, to be honest. It's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, that's because the kids had to write it. I begged my son to do it, especially when there were only two. I begged and I begged. And well, I begged my granddaughter to do it, but I don't know if she knows if they were honored or... If she turned in the form, they were honored. But I'm thinking if you could... If we could... I will ask. I will ask Janie and Lisa. That'd be nice. Yeah, put it in the newsletter. Yeah, you could probably put it in the newsletter. Yeah, you know, at least we yeah. should first because recognize them and to publicize it as well. I, All right. I realize, because I, I was there helping them, and it's... And, um, like Sue Carter, I mean, she was joking around, but the uh, so the assistant in the library, she goes, I guess that nobody likes me. And I said, well, you know what it is. It's exactly like the principal's breakfast. There are kids out there that are the best kids you could ever meet in your life. But if somebody doesn't think one month, oh, this is the month I'm going to write something about that kid, then that kid doesn't get recognized at principal's breakfast. And it's painful as a mom to see you have a great kid that never gets recognized. And I'm sure it's painful as a teacher when they are like, what's going on down there? Why did? But that's just one of the sad truths about the way the world works. And maybe it you know, makes teachers recognize how they would maybe recognize kids more or kids recognize the other way around. But anyway, um, the more people that write something up, the more people get recognized. And there's a lot of really awesome staff around here. And there's a lot of really awesome kids around here, too. So um, I think that's a great idea. And it does sort of build publicity. It had a new name this year. Um, it, it used to be Bridge Builders. It was Bridge Builders. Uh, it was hilarious because Dr. Mack walked through and called it a different new name and I was like, oh, I really like that one. one. So <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so it, it, could, it could continue to work. We'll see. Ah. But um, the intent and the operation, the logistics of the, of the event. Was, and the, the teachers that were there were like so it. honored. Yeah. And the, the, the salads and desserts that people donated were fantastic and it's just you know they they spring it up a little bit with with flowers and with that napkins and it, you know it's a really nice little event it's in the media center but i think listing the names would be something very easy so mm -hmm. misty can reach out i will reach out to them and i'm sure they would be happy to do that and whatever you do, do not publish what was written in those letters. Oh, well, no. and no, we will not publish the. Oh we will not publish who recommended. That. I don't even think those are copied. I I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like at principal's breakfast, you're handed what your teacher wrote about you, and I 
think it's the same way. I think yes. The teachers are handed directly in a little bit. So they know who recommended them, but yeah. that's as far and as know, it goes. No, they know what the, the student said. Yeah, but that's as far as it's not public. No. It's their handwritten letter. It's not right. typed up right now. Right. And that's important to the committee that it's a handwritten letter, which might be something that keeps kids from doing it. But, yeah. So well, I don't <laughs> Anything else for Missy? Thank you very much. Um, so we've got after prom coming up. Tammy? So we're in great shape. A lot of community members in here, so I won't spend a lot of time on it. Just help get the word out. We need volunteers for set up that Friday night. I think we're starting at four just because it gives, we'll have the kids come right after school that want to volunteer and get service hours and help hold us out. But then it's helpful if we don't have a lot of parents standing around waiting on us. So that's a big request. The Sign Up Genius, Lane Kerr has that all out going on the um, weekly flyer. It's been down a little low, so hopefully with some things moving out of the weekly flyer, we'll prom and after prom, we'll go up to the top and we'll get some hits on it because we don't have a lot. Um, Elizabeth could definitely use casino dealers, super fun job. You're up one night all night. It is so fun. And it goes I fast. I tell you how much fun it is. If you know anybody who's willing to deal and do that, anybody who's willing to do the games, anybody, I mean, have. It is really fun, and you will pay a little price on Sunday, but you will rebound. And um, I just can't tell you, the kids just love it. So um, they love. We have Shomo dealing, we have Frank Forstall dealing, we have a lot of great people. And then so I can't please talk this up, especially with junior parents, because um, we have a lot of senior parents who are youngest, and um, we're going to be losing that carryover. So um, that part um, preview. Angela is heading yeah. out a preview. Go ahead, Angela. So. Um, this will be the second year that we're hosting a preview for the after prom. This will take place from 7.30 until 9, um, while the students are at prom, basically. Uh, it, it's our desire to run it completely with parents that are not involved with after prom at all. So that's you, if you're a junior, I mean a freshman or sophomore parent, eighth grade parent that doesn't have an older kid. Um, I did send out an email personally to a few people already, uh, and it'll be a link in the, um, newsletter today but uh, we did it last year um, and we had about 100 community members come through basically our volunteers Alyssa was one of the volunteers the volunteers were kind of sprinkled around I mean I kind of gave them a spot told them a little bit about their spot your role is to kind of tell people as they're walking through but also just to keep eyes and ears make sure that um, the decorations all look perfect when our juniors and seniors come back after their prom um, but I think it's a good offering to the community it lets them see something that the high school pto is doing it lets us see what our students uh have the opportunity to do after their prom to keep them safe and off the roads um maybe who you never know what kind of seed you're planting i mean uh they used to do this event when my sophomore in college was in first grade and i went and that's when i was like oh i want to do this you know i want to be a part of this so you never know when you're grooming the next whatever whatever so anyway, uh, if you are a younger parent and want to help out, let me know. And uh, or if you just want to come, bring your younger kids. Um, it's a it's a looking no touching party. But um, the little kids that came through last year seemed to kind of understand that. I prepped them for it before they walked through, and you know, um, reminded them that they had their inflatables at their carnival, and these inflatables are for the big kids. But you can imagine how much fun it would be, and when you're a big kid, you'll get to come to this party too. So. And they seem to deal with that pretty well. Yeah, we didn't have any trouble last year. Yeah, we don't have liability for the little kids. So, <laughs> so we think we're going to shore up a trapeze added because we 
didn't have the money to do it for the middle of the gym, so Italian Circus is going to come in. We did it in 2016 when Graham Bitzer needed her last hurrah, and so um, we're going to do that. And that will be something these kids haven't seen. So that's going to be a big added to the inflatables that are already in the gym, and that. Um, so that'll be really fun. Um, then the hospitality, donate if you can't work that night or you can't be here. We also could use donations for food for the hospitality for the volunteer adults that would be in here. Mary Deborah's tying that up, and then also the candy. Um, we're calling it the Candy Cove because it's going to be in the mermaid area back here. Um, just prepackaged candies. That's an easy drop off, and that's something that a lot of parents are happy to help with too if they can't be here that night um, and feel part of it as well. So um, we're going to be able to set up some decorations Tuesday to help. Um, custodial not have to do all on Friday so Tuesday night we're going to hang the Chinese lanterns that look like jellyfish all going to be in the back half of the um, comments so Doug approved that so that'll be kind of a nice tease um, so ticket sales the forms Victoria and Sheila have started selling tickets at lunch with their crew and the forms are in the office counselors and online and I think I'll come in next week and walk and get in the kids space they don't like that but um you know that's kind of sometimes the only way we reach them and um, get them a visual because with air testing next week that and then off Friday and Monday, that just throws a wrench in everybody's you know normal week. So um, that's hard. Um, my last big thing is we had um, Jen Smilk helped um, recruit a decorations parent. So Christine Combs is going to have somebody to work with next year, and her name is Kelly Waterman. And um, so that was a big hole we needed to fill. We do not have a chair for next year. So I am willing to work and walk the you know path with whoever that if people or a couple of friends to next year. Um, that is a big concern right now. With it two weeks away and nobody to shadow a chair position, you know, we need that. Because, um, you know, we lose. Um, so we have Carrie Goss and Linda Young are on for games. Um, Leanne Burke is going to step in and do casinos. So we have a lot of key pieces in place for 2020. But, um, you know, I've tried. I have just had a lot of no's. And it is a big job. But you have a great committee like we do this year. And I think they would all attest to on that committee. We're a strong team. So it's not like, you know, I just keep the pieces moving. They do the work and they're great. So we just all move together, and it's fun. And um, I can't tell you, it's a huge reward for the kids. And I just would hate for it to lose. Somebody said, why don't you just move it to main event? They can do that every day. They cannot come in here and experience this. And that gives the parents now. I mean, we need to be a part of their lives. So that's my plug. So yeah, on it, I mean, really, honestly, think about sophomore and junior parents that you know. It could be a freshman parent also. But I mean, yeah. in all reality, if your kid's going to be at the event, you have a little bit more. Um, skin in the game, but um, you know, I mean, you guys are the choir, but you know other people, and think really hard who who might be able to do it because we can get paid for this event to take a hiatus. And um, but Tammy can't share it next year. <laughs> well, Angela and I'm not going to share. Angela has a desire to come back, but obviously you can't share and be PTO president. Yeah, I did that. So. And with Megan only being a sophomore, so we really need a filler year. Between the sandwich of the two of us, it's doable. So, yeah. And thank you. Okay. Uh, senior class 2019. Um, neither, but uh, Suzanne's not here, which is totally bizarre. She's not a college visit with Libby. Oh, okay. She's not a college visit with Libby. Um, and I hate to tell you that I don't know what's coming up, but I know it's jam packed. Oh, shoot. Where's that phone? Let's see if that thing is still recording. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh no. Sorry. Oh, it is. It, I think it stops at an hour and we're right there. So then I think I can start it again. But anyway, um, they have all kinds of things coming up. All the traditional last 
uh, hurrah things, and I think they're doing a great job communicating out to those of you that need to know, so that's good. However, Senior Class 2020, ready to roll? Kenna? Right. So Kenna is going to be the chair with Rhonda Augustine, and uh, they've already met with the chairs from this year, and tons of information passed. And um, I put the date of that meeting on the agenda here, and it's in the uh, newsletter also. So. Uh, and it went out as email to this class Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't heard about it, and you have a junior, be worried. Figure out why you've dropped off the list. Well, Kenna came up and um, asked to do it, okay. so no, no, that no, always no, works. No, 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 it's not 2021. All right, we've got our first committee chair. Also, uh, yeah, you can work with uh, Kenna, who will have a year of experience under her belt. And it, some, some years it's three people, some years it's two people. It really should be more than one person. Oh, it will be. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm good. All right. That's great. Yeah, kind of should be able to have by then, have it all down. Um, bylaw revision. So it is part of our best practices to review our bylaws on a regular basis. Um, we started out with just some minor tweaking of the objective because we went through and realized that what the objective used to say didn't necessarily reflect what we do. Um, so that kind of evolved uh, into a more extensive, like there were things that were missing from our bylaws. So generally they were pretty good, but um, so we more clearly defined certain things. And I would say the biggest change was, so we had uh, standing rules. Standing rules? Yes. Yes. Um, and bylaws. And we are, I think Montgomery might be the only other school in the district that has a standing rules document. So lots of people, when they come here and you say, check the bylaws or standing rules, it's a foreign concept to them that standing rules exist. And as we looked through the, the standing rules, many of them co were covered in the bylaws as well. Like, it was, they were sort of doing dual duty. So we folded standing rules into the bylaws. The advantage of standing rules is that Theoretically, they can be set aside and for a purpose. Um, but bylaws are not that difficult to change if we discuss it and do it in advance that we felt like we don't have procedural standing rules like some organizations would have. Um, so we folded standing rules in. Primarily, that um, is in the committee section where we talk about both standing committees and special committees. There is copies of the draft right here yeah. if anybody They will also be one. available online if you're if you want to go through and compare old and new directly. Um, 
Go ahead, Charlie. I know I'm a month late, but <laughs> the advisory commission is going through a bylaws change also. What we decided to do, rather than to add into the bylaws and make them more complex, is to mandate that each officer and each standing committee adopt a protocol document which would be best practices. And each officer and committee would revise this each year and turn it over to the successor. So it is very flexible. Doesn't require any bylaws revision. I'm the one who drafted the protocol statement. It starts off with excerpts, applicable, applicable excerpts from the bylaws up on top, and then the current officer's best practices as advisory to the successor. Just a thought. Mm -hmm. Well, in the way our bylaws read, there's not a lot of detail. Um, we also have those kind of records that we pass from year to year. Um, we try to keep the bylaws general. However, they are a little bit more specific now that we folded yeah. the standing yeah. rules into them. That one section is. They will be available online. I mean, we don't vote on these today. It's a kind of, we're opening the discussion period. Um, if you have comments, contact us and let us know. And we will, I mean, take it under advisement as well, I think. Yeah, or even if you read it and you think, well, I, I don't feel like that's really the way we do it, or this could be worded better. I mean, it's still a very flexible um, to be able to yeah. offer amendments before we vote on it next. There's a the point where you get so close when you're revising them that you get so close that you can't necessarily see the forest for the trees. So if there are things that you see, please let us know. Yeah, and after you read them, Charlie, if you can think of ways to, to um, Keep it yeah, keep it simple. Well, I have, I mean, I agree with keeping it simple, but I also think there is a place we need to have a document that serves as sort of the guiding. And because records don't always get passed or updated as, or updated as much as they should, I think it does fall on the board and the general PTO to make sure that this document can guide our, has enough detail to guide our practices. Protects you as a board if the government's body. Right. Your, your bylaws are right. placed with everything. Right. So it's an important question. Yeah. How do you want to read that then? Do you want us to email? Email HSPTO. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And on the, um, so if you go to that quick links where the minutes are, that uh, on that page is also listed a link to the old bylaws and to the new bylaws. It became such an extensive revision that we couldn't do the cross outs in the high. I mean, Alyssa tried that and I did really well for a really long time. And then I'd start to type something and realize that I hadn't. And a lot of things just got moved instead of rewritten. And that was hard to reflect. And so we decided to give you a clean copy of the new and a clean copy of the old is out there um, online. And uh, that's how you're going to have to kind of find the changes. Not that we're trying to not be transparent. You can also call Alyssa and she. We'll do her best to remember all the things that she's done. There's a function in Word that you can compare two documents. Well, there is a function in Word where you can add in 
where you can track changes yeah. too. Oh, but, but you're I saying neglected yeah, to turn that on. Oh. And it'll show you what's different. Like two different documents, mm -hmm. the old one and the new oh. one. Oh. Mm -hmm. All right. So contact Kathy if you so want Kathy, that yeah. done. <laughs> Tech support will be provided <laughs> I, by I Kathy. Right there. <laughs> yeah. So just uh, if, for those of you that don't know, Alyssa worked extensively on the junior high bylaws last year. So this is now her hurrah out, yeah. I guess. Um, I any, any other discussion about the proposed bylaws? If not, just contact um, someone on the board or most preferably Alyssa at HSPTO. Most preferably. Most preferably. Okay, so um, I had promised, and I don't think it's up here, that we would um, talk about the survey results just really quickly. Um, we did have, um, I think, 69 total responses. Uh, I do anticipate that most of those were from relatively engaged parents because the only place it was really advertised to do that was in the newsletter. So you pretty much had to have read the newsletter to follow the link to fill out the survey. Um, there were, uh, I think there were 11 people that said that they were not PTO members, but 19 people answered those questions. And um, even of the, uh, and one of the largest reasons why you hadn't um, joined the PTO was I forgot to join this year. So like I say, we, we did have a pretty heavy um, supportive contingency answering the questions. But uh, the the answers for not PTO member the the three top reasons that you might not be a PTO member actually was PTO membership is too expensive, um, which we did raise it a couple years ago to cover the um, online cost costs. So we that's something we can um, take under consideration. It is at twelve dollars a year right now, um, and a lot of the other buildings are ten maybe five or donation based. Only. And we said a little thingy that I cannot afford. Yes, and we and that might be a good thing yeah, to add. We did talk about that. Um, the second reason is I forgot to join this year, and the third reason is I feel obligated to volunteer if I join. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> but on the positive side, the fifty. I'm not here just to see you. On the fifty-five responses that are PTO members, the number one reason that they are a PTO member is that they appreciate the programs the PTO supports with their money. The second reason is I feel a part of the school. And the third reason is I enjoy access to the volunteer opportunities. So um, I, I think it was a, a bit of a, I mean, not completely eye-opening, but the ranking did turn out to be kind of interesting to see how those numbers fell out. And then the, the open-ended question was about communication. And um, a lot of people felt like the newsletter was adequate way to communicate the information. When you say newsletter, you're talking about some more. Right? The some more, exactly, okay. yeah. So it's like, yeah, there is nothing else. Something. You're not missing something. And, and that is a good point, though. There did used to be a before the some more was this building had very, um, it had a monthly newsletter that went out that was difficult to read and difficult to get into. And the PTO was the main um, newsletter. And it was a big job to add on to the president, actually. Um, but there was definitely um, 35 people that said email was a good way to communicate. Now, some of those people might have also said newsletter. But um, it's probably worth the PTO considering just quick email, reminder email, uh, once a month 
no pictures, no moving parts, no list of calendar of events, but Odd Couples tickets are now on sale. Click here to find out more about Odd Couples. You know, like something just brief to um, remind you. I mean, it, it would only go to PTO members. They probably already know that stuff is going on, but it would be kind of a reminder. So that's probably something we'll focus on next year. So that's the survey results. Are there any other questions? Uh huh. That's quick. So you brought up an interesting point because here I refer to it as the s'more too. Are we the only building that doesn't call it the s'more? I think so. That's interesting because Carol, when she puts it out, called it the weekly flyer, which those of us who weren't used to having a s'more are What's fine that? with that. What's that? Oh, no, it's an aviator update. Aviator update. Aviator update. She calls it the aviator update. It's a s'more. It's the s'more. It's the s'more. It's just the vehicle that put on. The s'more is the yeah, I, know, I, I know that, but when you get one from the junior high, I know what it is, but yeah. do you get one from the junior high? Does it come across as this is the s'more, or does it come across? I don't know. It's, it's called something. They all come yeah. across the they're same. All like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, they all like, I don't know. Okay. That's what I wondered if they were having. Okay. 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 So, um, yeah, Camilla. Yeah. Oh, still, it's probably maybe a more contextual thing, but like, I know at the elementary school we've heard a lot about like we know the s'more is so long, we're missing the stuff at the end. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in it, having the high school PTO set up some social media stuff um, for those of us that like that stuff coming across. Mm -hmm. Anyway, maybe that's important. Yeah, sure. yeah. And as like, recording secretary. Because I know I personally, because I'm not on the ball, have missed PTO meetings. Like, oh wait, that was today because I didn't get like. Facebook update, like, don't, don't forget the meeting's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm like, I like but I won't do it this year. Like, Facebook events, because then they automatically propagate it Facebook page and they're going to start expecting it as right. they move up right. the ranks. It is something to consider, but it is that's going to be a almost a full time job for a PTO person to keep, just do social media. Well, it's not terribly difficult. Um, it's our corresponding secretary does it. That sends, but well, I'm glad it's post me. <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm not even on Facebook. No, it's recording. Well, it's a corresponding secretary, but it could be recording. It could be recording. Because the recording secretary yeah. is passionate about it. Exactly. And one thing we do have here, which is um, actually kind of informal, but each class informally has a, a parent's Facebook page. And so depending on who is running that and who's kicked that into gear and how they administrate on it, like I heard uh, Katie Kissimmee, mean, who does the senior class one, is very good at taking things from the newsletter and putting it in. Um, but it doesn't hurt to get it from from two sources, it's yeah. just a matter of who you're going to. Does every class automatically have a Facebook no. page no. set up? Okay. Somebody has to set it up. I don't think our class. I think there there is there is one for every class. There, there is one. Because sometimes they're kind of hard to find, but they are out there. All four, all four classes that are here right now have one. I promise you. After Prom Gen knows the class of 2020 was it closed? It was closed Yeah, yeah. class of 2022 <laughs> is closed also. Are you going to have, like, people jump on who are parents? Yeah, you kind of, I mean, in a way. And you had to be, 
I can look it up just because I'll search for them. For some reason, when I search for them, they come up. I've heard uh, other people will say I searched for it and I couldn't find it. Yeah, this. I mean, this is something to to talk about, but it it is. Um, we don't have we don't have a PTO one. I mean, not Facebook, but that newsletter thing you're talking about. What goes? It, it's just in the Aviator update. The aviator update. And currently, the PTO president writes it. Oh, it's in. It's included in that. Yeah. Oh, well, but yeah. Okay. Order, order, order in the court. Yeah. Um, the last thing for president is that um, next Thursday, the 18th, is a, a PTO scholarship uh, fundraiser to Hona. To Hona. Um, all day Thursday, no flyer needed. 15% back to PTO scholarships. So. Yes, and so it's being advertised district-wide, um, and hopefully we'll pull in a little bit of extra to help round out our um, needs for this year. All right, moving on. Are there any questions for President? Okay. Uh, treasurer, Carrie. Okay. Uh, we're still in good shape with our numbers. And in the um, newsletter, and I also listed it here, there will be um, volunteers needed next year, both for before school and at lunch. So if you're interested to do that and you're not already doing that, or if you have friends that have mused, oh, I wish I could work in the bookstore, they just need to email um, <laughs> sycamorebookstore at gmail.com and just put volunteers in the subject line, and Lisa or Joel will get back to you. And uh, if we can get some people trained right now, we even put this in the junior high newsletter. Um, because we're certainly willing to have rising nights. Exactly. Dave some more. All right. Any uh, other questions for the bookstore or treasurer? Okay. You got anything, Alyssa Sims? Nothing to report here. Okay. Um, Elizabeth. I, I, the shred the access threads contest is over. 
Oh, okay. I was wondering about that. <laughs> well, I was hoping to get the winners, but um, Chad has been out sick, and I don't have the final numbers, but I'm pretty sure it was blue ash. Oh, they were blowing everybody 90% away. sure that it was blue ash. Yeah. Oh. Um, which I know you're all, like, on the edge of your seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must but, say, I tried to stuff in the bin, and ours was full. Cool. Ours was too full. Cool. I know. I I know. Awesome. But See, they listen to you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Yeah. Great control. It will stay there. It's not going away. So you yeah. can keep putting things there through the summer. Um, but I, what I really want to say is um, the last meeting is next month. Tammy's going to start crying right now. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, we are going to recognize um, parents whose last is graduating. So if you, it's one of you, please come. Please tell your friends to come because we'd like to recognize them at that meeting. So it's a nice little special. We like to recognize our presidents for doing so much work. So please try to come next month if you can. Yeah. That's all. Do you have any news about the tracks? Because that ends the 15th, right? Uh, I don't have any news, but as you can see, it's overflowing yeah. too. Yeah, it uh, I, I am just putting the word out about that, that's really through Ron Hochstrasser, the um, environmental science teacher, so I will try to find out if we have any kind of... I want to win. What's the date? It's the cutoff date? 15th. Yeah. Monday. Okay. Oh, so we have Empty yeah. your garages. Bring your bags. I will, I will try to find out. There, I don't want to go away. Well, well, it's at Kroger. Yeah. It's so... It's just like the one at Kroger. Everything that we put in, what we put in here, is what you can take to Kroger every day. It's, where is it? Where that when you go in that front door, there's a bin the right bin. to the oh, left. Just, it's right so the yeah. 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 But it's oh, every they collect exactly the same thing because tracks they send that stuff to tracks too. And actually, where we collect ours, it goes to Kroger because that's where tracks picks it up. So, or they send it out. So continue to do all those other things other than plastic bags. Right. Is there anything else for corresponding secretary? Okay, down in the announcements, I just want to point out that we have our last coffee with the counselor next Wednesday. It's about the, your next step. So it should, it should apply to everyone um, 9 through 12, parents 9 through 12. Um, I listed the Tohono fundraiser there, the after prom preview, because it's important to me. Um, and at the bottom is the class of 2022 parents lunch. So. Um, this is also a very informal thing, just like the Facebook pages, and this has allowed us to re-kick off the Class of 2022 Facebook page, which was started when the kids were like in sixth grade and really hadn't had anything posted, and the eight members of that group hadn't posted anything to each other in a while. So, but I mean, uh, literally in two days, the group grew from like eight members to 64 members. So that's all you have to do. One person, you know, everybody... The three administrators sit down and invite everybody you know, and then it spreads from there because people invite, and that's a closed group. Um, so anyway, Stephanie Bruner, who uh, has a student in the class of 2019, who has been a class that has met regularly for lunch, said, hey, I want to do this with class of 2022. And so she um, has organized this lunch at Deshaies. It is a pay for your own. She did have to put a little bit of money down on the room and she had to guarantee um, but we already have, um, I think, 18 people confirmed. So um, the room holds up to 50. 
So it, most of you are not class of 2022 parents. You guys are. Um, so anyway, hopefully we spread the news on that one. If you're not on Facebook, it isn't. I did put it in the newsletter. Um, or get on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not on Facebook, so I take a lot of heat. Either's Laura. <laughs> Good. Some of my best friends. We can try not. and keep each other in um, Is there any other announcements or anything else you may want to say, Tammy? Yes, well, I'm on the Sycamore Athletic Boosters Board. I'm also in charge of the golf outing, which is Friday, May 3rd. My last event for the Sycamore School Boosters, finally. Aww. <laughs> but no, we have, she's uh, not crying. No. <laughs> I am not crying. Party. But um, we do have a ladies golf, um, which is nine holes. It starts at 9.30, so we have some slots open if you're interested. Four holes. Mimosas, just a lot of fun. So if you're interested, let me know, or you can go on to Sycamore Athletic Go to golf out, and you can sign up online. Awesome. We have two sets of clubs, and none of us play golf. Yeah, I actually have very casual, maybe out of eight foursomes, couple can play golf. Maybe. Maybe two are in it to win it. Yeah, two are in it to win it. So you have, you know, the little group and someone else. It's just more fun. It's social. There's lunch afterwards. It's $50. So it's a lot of fun. Very good. All right. Well, then we're adjourned. All right. Okay, you two. Would your husbands be willing to yell? Blackjack or Texas Hold'em? I know James. It's got to be. I know. I can't even read it. I could barely read it with the magnifying glass on my phone. So I hear you say, oh, 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 this is where you're saying.